Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word freedom and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Barbara Canero. She is a mentor, senior strategist. She's the founder of Word Revolution, a communication and branding agency for Christian Ministries. She's worked with over 250 clients in her niche. She has launched a conference in her niche. She's launched a course in her niche. She's got a five-person agency. She only works 10 to 15 hours a week in the business. She also is a You Guru's mentor, and she's been working with our folks for many years now. She's mentored and coached over 200 digital agency owners in our programs. Barbara, it is an honor and a privilege to welcome you back to the Digital Agency Show. Thank you. It's good to be back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I mean, just today I think is partly an update, and it's also, you know, maybe a little bit of a celebration, right, of you passing 250 clients in your niche. Because when we That's started fun. this journey, when you started boot camp, you know, uh, many years ago, right, it was like, what's a niche, right? How are, how are we, how are we going <laughs> to define a market for ourselves? And here you are. 250 clients uh, in in the niche. So so first of all, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I remember feeling like, first of all, do I need another niche? Because this is not a, you know, this is like my passion niche and I need a money-making niche. And I mean, God knows what other types of niches are out there. But I, I remember feeling very fearful about it, not knowing even where to begin. And and so I remember feeling like, okay. Let's try for 25. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it felt so hard. Yeah. Yeah. You you've done you've done a lot more than 25. And and maybe we we kind of hit that idea here right off right off the bat of like passion niche versus money-making niche. I mean, I think you um, you know, you you have focused on uh Christian ministries as your market. That was your passion, you know, your passion niche, so to speak. But I mean, ministries and churches, I mean, there's uh, there is money there. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big market. It's not Absolutely. just something that people are are all volunteering for, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, there's there's money in every niche. And that's one thing I came to find out is there's problems in every niche. There are people trying to solve problems in every niche. And so there's expertise that I bring to the table that can help solve those problems. And another thing we forget often is that, uh, you know, time is just another asset just as much as money is. And so they can either try it on their own and try to figure things out and do a lot of trial and error and spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to do certain things and then not even be sure about the results they're going to get, or they can get someone that can save them all of this time. And that comes at the expense of, you know, at the cost of money. But when you count all of those dollars, 
you're going to see that sometimes it actually saves them a lot of money to have somebody come in and do it for them instead of trying to figure it out. So, yeah. What's what's now, I guess, what is your sweet spot within this space? Because usually what I hear people have, have having done 200, 250 clients in a market, you know, they yeah. start to say like, oh, it's a, I've got a niche within a niche or I kind of have found my sweet spot, right? So so within that space, what have you found is kind of your ideal customer in, in uh, that market? Yeah, so I can tell you, uh, a lot about them because I feel like we've been able to really narrow it down. So it's a 45-year-old male director. <laughs> they normally have a team of five, six, seven people, sometimes 10. They're growing. Uh, they're making at least 500000 in donations and they're ready to get to that next step, but they really have no clue how to go about it. Everybody's already overworked. These are normally churches that are between 500 to 1,000 people. So I can actually... Just by the size, identify if they're in a perfect spot for us to come in and help. We can be that person that can execute fast and get things done fast without them having to train somebody or hire somebody full time. And that's where the even the money benefit comes in because uh, I can do for a third of the cost what somebody in a full year of salary wouldn't be able to do as fast. And so once you present those numbers, it becomes very easy to, to make that decision. When it comes to what we do, like our sweet spot as our execution side of things, it's definitely strategy and branding. Those have been by far the biggest two things. So clients will come to us unsure of who they are and unsure of where to go. By doing a deep discovery process, we're able to really capture who they are, who they're trying to serve well, and then basically connect the dots for them and say, okay, this is who you are. This is who you can serve. You only have these many resources. This is the plan. And normally everybody will say, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously 250 have. So we we know that there's a, there's a strong service market fit. I, you know, Barbara, I love, and you, you've helped so many people in our, our program to find and excel in their market. But I, I love talking to people that have agency owners that have successfully niched down because I think when non-niched agency owners hear how specific you are in terms of who your customer is, how well you know your customer, the value you deliver to them, the key pain points and problems that you solve for them, that you're you're able to kind of get inside their head and, yeah. and really, you know, break down like why things are happening a certain way for them and, and why their reality is currently what it is and how you can help them kind yeah. of break through those limitations and those boundaries. Like I'm always just it just puts a smile on my face. Uh, as you, you can tell on video, right? Like, like hearing you yeah. just talk about like, you know, 45-year-old male directors, seven to 10 people, 500K donations. This is the, you know, this is their challenges, right? And it's just, it's, it's a breath of fresh air because I can tell that you're not just providing strategy and branding, but you're providing like a really deep, meaningful experience for these people that are um, yeah. maybe not, not even sure where to turn, right? They've tried some stuff. Exactly. They're maybe burning time. They're probably frustrated. They're, they're having a hard time growing their, um, yeah. you know, growing their organization and here you come in and, and swoop in and save the day <laughs> for them. Yeah. So it, it, I think the value comes with somebody looking from the outside and recognizing what's going on and actually naming where they are. And so that's why I believe that niching down has such power is because you see it repeated over and over again. It's really easy to spot and you can look at, a, at an organization and you can say, listen, I've seen 10 other churches like you do the, go through this and here's what they did and here's what they saw. And so that gives first, it gives you hope that there's a way moving forward. Second, it's like 
finally somebody is naming what's going on because sometimes they can't even put their finger on it. They can't really pinpoint what is the main issue. Is it another tool that I need? Do I need to be on Snapchat? Is it another thing that I'm not doing? I would, you know, do we need to hire more people? And so when you can't solve the problem, when you can't identify the problem, it's going to be even harder to solve it because you don't even know what problem you're trying to solve. It's like you have this symptom and you can't even decide, is this like, you know, do I need surgery or an aspirin, right? So you're just struggling with Googling the symptoms. And we all know what happens when you do that. So everybody says, don't Google it. That is the reason for that. So you need somebody that has seen it before and can connect that symptom with other symptoms you're not even aware that you need to look into. And so when I come in, the process of discovery is is very, it's actually very, very deep. And so clients need to be in a place where they're like, I'm done. Okay. I want to figure out what is going on so that we can move forward. And just to have somebody come in and ask questions, I think that alone has given many people the hope that, wow, somebody actually cares. And so what I've heard it over and over, Barbara, nobody has ever sat down with us and asked us questions that made us really ponder and think and realize what we were doing. So sometimes I feel like my work is done even before they hire me. <laughs> so, you know, that's been the beauty of operating in a niche is just asking those questions. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. One change that I'm inspired from you about is uh, that you've you've really systematized your agency. You've got a five person team. You you're working ten to fifteen hours, you know, essentially yeah. with the agency. I guess talk to us about that, right? Because a lot of people <laughs> are like, "Oh my gosh, two hundred fifty clients, ten to fifteen hours a week in the business, um, and you get to yeah. pursue other other things." Um, like, first of all, you get to, you know, mentor some amazing folks in, uh, in our program, which we of course appreciate that you've been able to systematize <laughs> your business to that level. But like, what are a couple of those key things that you've done, um, to be able to kind of cut back on how much energy that you have to personally put into the business? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when Jen reached out to me, he's like, Barbara, I know you're busy, but, and I was like, <laughs> Jen, cut it. I, I, I honestly, my business has changed and, uh, Many people will come to me and say the same thing, like, Barbara, I know you're busy, but, and I have to say, listen, guys, I am not busy. I may be occupied, but I'm doing Mm. things that I love. I'm doing things that I absolutely, I mean, just this morning, I went to a farm with my five-year-old for two hours, just this morning. You know, normally I wouldn't have the chance to do any of that. I would have to move a lot of stuff. I had to know way in advance in order to get things scheduled. But honestly, yesterday, she just looked at me in the eyes and she said, mommy, other parents are coming. Are you coming? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, not, girl, I'm coming. I'm coming. Yes, I am coming. And uh, it's just so nice to be able to do that on the, you know, on the spot and not have to worry about what am I leaving behind? And 
Mind you, I'm organizing a conference that is happening next Tuesday. So the the ability to have this type of flexibility is what I've always wanted to have. If you remember well, Brent, when I came into program, I had no time whatsoever. Like that was the one thing that was killing me slowly. No time for health, no time for family. I mean, I was just sharing the story. Like my kid used to sit on the computer so she she could look in my eyes. You know, Mm. a young kid just like, mommy, I know that you're going to look at me if I sit in front of the computer because that's what you look at all the time. And, um, you know, it makes me choke to think about it, but that's the reality of my family back then. It was like, it's work, work, work. And even then I wasn't, you know, can make ends meet. So that story aside, I was able to get to a point of saying, okay, I'm finally making the money that I believe I'm worth in my projects. So that means I don't have to chase 20 clients in a month. I can actually have two or three. So what happens when instead of doing 20, 30 projects, I mean, before bootcamp, I was doing 40, 50 in a month, which is insane. What happens wow. when you're now you're not dealing with 40 <laughs> clients in a month and you're dealing with two or three? It feels like, hey, <laughs> this is quite nice, you know, like suddenly just that alone, like you feel like you're paid for your time, you're valued. And at the, at the same time, you actually have time to do other things but manage projects. So I remember dreading the idea of meeting with every client a, a week because you guys are like, yeah, meet with every client. And he goes like, I have 45 of them. I don't want to meet with all of them. <laughs> It's just insane. Like it's 45 minutes. No, I want them to not bug me until the project is done, you know? So now I meet with every client and it's amazing. Like I love talking to everyone every week. It's a nice check-in. We're building relationship. We're growing together. Everybody loves it, but I only meet with three or four, Mm -hmm. right? So it's far more manageable. So what am I doing with the rest of my time? I'm creating a lot of optimization processes in my in my company. So things like we have a lot of templates that we use. Uh, we have a lot of systematized ways that we uh, all of our processes are completely outlined from beginning to to the end. Like all of the steps are outlined, and so I have about I would say probably twenty different processes fully outlined in Asana. So the minute a project comes in, it's a copy paste and it's ready to go. We also have, like I said, we have templates for text. Uh, stuff we have templates for design stuff. So any, I'll give you a very clear example. One of the things we're doing for branding nowadays is to identify the archetype of the client. So whenever a church comes through discovery, we bring them through a quiz that gives me the archetype of that church, a brand archetype. So it's a common practice that many branding branding agencies will do. Well, when that client goes through our process, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I have a master document that has all of my texts. So if Mm. they are this archetype, I bring the information in. So a proposal normally used to take a solid two, three hours to put together. Nowadays, it takes me about 20 minutes. A solution presentation used to take three, four, five hours, sometimes more than one day. Uh, You know, like all of this, like, Oh, exhausting process. (laughs) Nowadays, we have all of the modules already created. And so again, another benefit of working with a niche is that it's modular. You can pull from other things that you've done, but we now have all of these pieces structured as a copy and paste uh, to kind of build the solution for them. So even though they're unique, all of my building blocks are ready to go. And then recently, on a more personal note, I've been playing with Automator, which is an app on your computer that allows you to really speed up processes. Uh, and so one of the, the things that I do is to 
manage social media for one of my clients. And uh, I have a, a system like literally <laughs> I click a button and it opens the document with their content. It opens all of our Canva templates. It opens the scheduler for um, the social media posts. And if I want, it even plays a specific type of music. <laughs> so it's like, okay, social media time. This is the type of music I'm going to listen to. Um, what, you know, what, so what, what music do you play when it's social media time? That's a good question. I haven't picked that out yet, but I've, I've been wondering actually. Uh, but normally, for example, it can't have lyrics because I get super distracted with songs mm. with lyrics when I'm doing content. And so I need to be like, okay, I can't, can't go there. So maybe, you know, instrumental music would play well in that but it's a simple button that i click it opens everything it may seem like i'm not saving as much time but yeah. if you're repeating these tasks every week it's also mental space okay yeah oh that's right i need to open that oh yeah that's right i need to open that so you know i'm you in know, my mid-40s think... it's time to start automating <laughs> stuff <laughs> and maybe what i'm what i'm hearing from you barbara is that you have like by having some repeatable work in the business, right? You're, you're working with a similar type of client. You kind of, yeah. you don't have to go through the, the heavy lifting when it comes to understanding who your clients are, you know, what right. their top pain points, you kind of have that mastery of, of your market. And now you're able to spend that time on, you know, those like every, every proposal, every project, you know, you're kind of finding these little opportunities for, for optimizations, right? Whether that's using right. cool automation tools or, whether that's creating these, you know, copy and paste, like instead of you rewriting a proposal every time or having to modify it for a different type of client, you know, you've been able to create some kind of boilerplate starting points to, exactly. to get these things to become more efficient. And and it's interesting because I, 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 I talk to people so often that are in that like $1,000 website, $2,000 website, even five or $6,000 website, it's like when I talk to them and we get into it and they're like, and they, they like try to convince me why their situation's like, okay. Right. And I, I see what's on the other side, right? I'm like, if you could just, if I could just reach through this zoom call and like press an easy button to like give you like a VR experience to, to let you into like what a bar, you know, what Barbara's day is like now versus what right. it was like when she was you or you're, you know, you're, you're <laughs> exactly. on this like hamster wheel of like, oh, if I just get 10 more projects, I'll just, you know, then I'll be able to like, you know, pay off that credit card, right? Versus you literally are working 10 to 15 hours a week, great financials in the business, and you're mm -hmm. finding these opportunities to get like more and more efficient, right? Two to three hours for a proposal down to 20 minutes. I bet there are people listening to this call that if they could get their proposal to two to three hours, they'd be like, oh, this is so know, great, right? Great. 20, 20 minutes is like a totally different, like they don't, they, they don't even believe it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can tell you like when I'm doing discovery, because again, you see so many of these repeatable pieces, it's almost like the proposal writes itself because you know exactly where you're going. So it's not like you're reinventing the wheel every time. I can see patterns. I can see how this church... Is has a similar pattern of operation like that church over there. So mm. I can even go to that previous proposal and, and prepare something similar. Uh, but but just think of this: like if you if they have clarity and you have clarity, it makes it a no-brainer to craft these things way faster. And so what you're creating is an opportunity for clarity that is coming from the discovery sessions into a place of saying, I know exactly what I need to do for this client. And the more you do, you know similar projects, the faster you'll become at it. Yeah. 
Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's e, the number two, m, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. So one one thing I hear from people uh, on that line, right, of that repeatable, right, people are like, oh, if I just, if I just did this one type of project, um, I'd get bored, right? And we've talked about the systems, <laughs> the templates, the time-saving that you can create with with those those repeatable processes, right? And, and I think that's always like my, I guess my left brain, right? The organized one, I think that's the right one. You know, yeah. it, it like, it loves that, right? It wants to put things in boxes. It wants to like create conveyor belts, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but then there's like the right brain value, which is the things that you've been able to create in your niche, like mm-hmm. your course and your conference. And this yeah. is where... When I go to people and I'm like, man, like the next recession, the next crisis, right? It's it's around the corner and it's going to impact a lot of businesses. But if you have a market position, if you have authority in a niche, if you have a list, if you have an audience, like there, there will be some businesses that are negatively affected because, you know, people are going to look to the leaders in the in those markets to find the way through this mess, right? And And now you've been able to spend some of this bonus time creating this. So so tell us a little bit about your conference and how that's positioning you in the market. Yeah. Well, it started with the course because one of the things that we identified is that the done for you is great. And, it, and we have clients out there that, that go through the done for you, but we were capturing a lot of the, you know, I want to do this, but I can't, or, you know, some of the limitations that they were facing mostly have to do with, with uh, money. Like and, people and we, that weren't ready for you yet. They were, maybe exactly. they weren't that 500K... Exactly. million dollar church they were maybe mm-hmm. six maybe They're 100k maybe smaller. or smaller right yeah. yep yeah so they're just in a different place and they couldn't really afford or they just didn't couldn't they just couldn't be ready for whatever reason but and then once we started training uh the training is done actually in a similar model to uh to boot camp uh it's just within my niche and these are people that are trying to understand where to start where to begin okay so a lot of them understand the value they just don't really know what it entails if I were to do it myself. And so we went through, we do a program similar to bootcamp in the sense that, you know, you walk with somebody, the training is all within my niche, but it's, um, the format is in many ways similar. And then once you get through the program, what happens often is that people eventually, almost all of them will end up hiring us because they realize, wow, this is what it entails to do it ourselves. And so at that point, they realize it's best if I hire somebody to help me, who's my trusted voice, the person that just taught me about this. And that becomes, you know, that's me. So it's very common that people will go through the program and end up just asking us for help after. But that's not why we do it. We do it simply because I know I have a process that is valuable. I know I have helped many and if I can get more people to understand the value, that for me is a win, okay? And then there's a secondary win, which is like eventually they end up uh, trusting us as the execution part of the, the process. And then when it comes to the conference, it was interesting because you're talking about like becoming the this voice, this person that is known. And I just had somebody from bootcamp say that to me yesterday. It's like, Barbara, you've come so far. And I was like, look back and I was like, 
oh my gosh, I've come there. I, I, I have. I have. <laughs> I have. You know, but you don't realize it when you're going. Like you don't know that, you know, you're taking one step at a time. You don't really recognize that. But then when you see somebody that is you seven years ago, mm. then you're like, wow, I have, I have gone, uh, you know, it's been a journey. It's been an amazing yeah. journey. And now I realize how much I've been able to grow, but that's what I saw. I saw people, uh, <laughs> they started recognizing me online in the groups by being the person that is always asking who's your audience. <laughs> and so it became kind of a joke. I mean, for real, it became a joke. So every now and then somebody would be like, Hey, how do I do X, Y, and Z? And people would come in and say, here comes Barbara asking who's your audience. You know, like they would joke about it. And I realized it was like, I have a name, like somebody, people know me and they recognize me for something. And so what is the, what am I known for? I'm known by, as you know, to be that person that is constantly asking you, pay attention to the people you're trying to serve. Yeah. And that became uh, in many ways, something that, you know, they associate the language with me. They recognized me as being a voice of authority in identifying your audience and serving them well. And, and as you can see, I'm using language that is very specific to my to my people. You know, uh, you know, serving. But even, well. I mean, you yeah. know, it's it's like you're talking about ministries, right? But I'm like, you know, in the U Academy community, when people come in, and they're like, "Hey, I'm struggling to get clients." I'm like, I'm like, oh, there goes Barbara. Like, I, I, know, I know exactly where you're going to hit them. So it, yeah. it's, it's it's I think you're aligned there across across your work. Yeah. And so the the language, I think, is one that the more you get deep into a niche, the more you're going to use language that people will recognize. Uh, and so it's it's a it's a it's a brand building activity for you to use language that people recognize about you. Uh, and I mean, you know, I can just give you a very random example. Like if you go to Chick-fil-A and you say thank you, they say it's my pleasure. They don't say thank you. They don't say you're welcome, right? They say it's my pleasure. So they've created language that you immediately associate with the brand. And what I recognize is that I've created language that people immediately associate with me. And that elevated the, you know, like the expert level and like, oh, Barbara's recognizable by X, Y, and Z. But that then led to like, hey guys, let's do a conference. <laughs> let's let's talk about these things. And um other speakers started reaching out to me and we started get, having conversations. And it's funny because when you see people trying to do the same thing as you, we kind of become peers like, hey, I'm also writing a book on that. I'm also teaching on that. And, and now I, I know a bunch of people that can all talk about the same thing. And uh, the first one we did was in the metaverse uh, back in August. So brought a bunch of church people. Hey, let's go virtual reality glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk church comms inside the virtual reality room. And uh, which I imagine like the metaverse and churches, I mean, just thinking about how they're delivering sermons and things. I mean, that obviously is probably a hot topic, like whether it's feasible, whether yeah. it's going to be something that people use or it's fringe or whatever, but it's like, it's legit in that market. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of churches in the metaverse. But, you know, the thing was, and I was telling them, like, we're not going to discuss metaverse. We're going to discuss church communications and marketing and uh. branding, but in the metaverse, like that's just the location. And it's simply to, to be like, okay, we can be in avatar, right? Because you're kind of like in person, but not in person. So we call it in avatar and you can talk to people. So the speakers would have their presentations pre-recorded, So you'd see it on the screen. But then the, the actual speaker would show up in Avatar to answer questions. And so you would speak to the person at the end. And uh, I mean, 
it created a lot of buzz. And so I was interviewed by a bunch of publications in my niche. I was able to get, I was paid to write an article for that. People reaching out to interview me. I'm going on a potentially six month journey of writing an article for a big, big publication for my niche uh, starting potentially next month. And so there's like, it opened so many doors simply by saying, hey guys, I can talk to your niche. I can talk yeah. about what you're struggling. And here's the funny thing. I didn't present anything on the first one. Ah, you were you were the host, the MC, a true. Yeah. That's when you're the the true authority figure, right? You you create the <laughs> stage, you create the experience, and and people yeah. just come and then they associate the event with you. So, yeah. uh, Barbara, yeah. this has been. I I um I I, I feel like we're going to have you back soon to talk some more uh, strategies and tactics around niching, around getting more clients, around getting your time back in your agency. Uh, I know you've been doing some some real hands on stuff with our. Uh, Launchpad folks in U Academy Pro in terms of helping them get those like first or next five high paying niche clients. So yeah. uh, excited to get further updates uh, from you and the mentor team on that. I know I- I'm hearing a lot of like, you know, Barbara, help me with this. Barbara, help me with that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, heck yeah, right. So I just, I love, I love seeing the mentors step into that space uh, and, and win with our people and also with their own business. Uh, do you have a couple minutes to stick around for our lightning round? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. What is the best advice you've ever received? Um, Stay in your lane. There's a a spot for me. There's a lane for me. Nobody can take it. It's mine. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? (laughs) I wish I could say I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. I don't. I don't. I wake up really like very slowly. The first two hours of my morning are very quiet. There's nothing going on, no meetings, nothing. I don't have anything until 9 a.m. So I wish I could say, yeah, I wake up early and I meditate. I don't. So the best thing I've done for my business as far as habits is to know how my body works and go with it. Yeah. Can, can you share an internet resource? <laughs> I won't tell you what time I wake up. It's not even It's not even what we're talking about, Barbara. It's not even what we're talking about. Uh, can you share an internet resource, tool, or app that you think our listeners would find valuable? Yes, actually. Um, so... One of the things like, you know, when it comes to structuring your day, when you don't like structure and routine, like I was just telling you about, at the same time, you have to have a a certain level of discipline and having, you know, be able to do things. And uh, one that I have found very valuable is called SunSama, S-U-N-S-A-M-A, SunSama. It's a calendar on steroids. It helps you plan your day. It helps you prioritize. It helps you even identify, hey, you're way overloaded today. Make sure you can move some things to tomorrow. And then it checks in with you. What have you achieved? It has a very motivational side of things. I don't use it religiously, but every time I get into moments of like, oh, I'm stressing out, <laughs> I, you know, I kind of get back into like, okay, let's look at my day. Like it gives you a framework to simply schedule stuff around without being overwhelmed. But it has helped me put things like, okay, I need to be smart. There has to be time for a meal. There has to be time for exercise. There has to be time for, because if I don't put those things in, then my day is going to be filled with just grinding and I know I'm going to be miserable. So, yeah. And what book would you recommend for our folks? I keep recommending the same one over and over and it's uh, Traction. That has been by far the biggest uh, catalyst of growth for my business. And so I still follow it. Um, If you remember a few years ago, I applied it to my family and we created a VTO for our family. 
Heck yeah, I got a family VTO. Big fan, big fan. Don't update it every quarter, but you know, once or twice a year, it, it, yeah, it helps our goals? for sure. I know, like, what are our goals for the way? We're going to go out to dinner at least once a week. And I'm serious, I'm not even kidding. Like, you know, we're going to put in dinner outs and make sure that we're doing them and scheduling them and, you know, big rocks and stuff like that. So, yeah. Very nice. Well, we will link out to Traction as well as Sun Sama at our show notes at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you listen to this week of, you'll see a picture of Barbara right at the top. Click on her. You'll see lots of gold nuggets, takeaways, tips, links, all that good stuff in one place. Check it out. yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Barbara, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything else that you have that they can uh, check out? Uh, yeah. Uh, so my website is Word Revolution, W-O-R-D, Word Revolution. And then the conference is uh, Church Communicator Conference. Uh, those are two ways to find me easily. Excellent. We will also add those links to that show notes page. So if you're looking for Word Revolution or Church Communicator Communicator Conference, uh, okay. we, will, we will link out to both of those as well as Barbara's social platforms. So if you want to follow her, if you want to see what she's up to, get more info from her, definitely check out those show notes, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Barbara, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve, achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word freedom to 720-792-8036. That's the word freedom to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Brent Weaver.